Well, hello there. It's Dr. Brian McKay, Core Health Darian, my podcast, not just a chiropractor, but Stanford Darian, Norwalk, New Canaan. You're probably wondering why it's such a weird, long name. Well, those are the towns that we really service, so that's why we named the podcast Not Just a Chiropractor. Even though I am just a chiropractor, we do a lot of things that aren't just chiropractic. So I hope you understand my folly when I uh, chose the name. At this point, we're stuck with it. We've only done about uh, 85 podcasts by now. All right, so <clears throat> here's what I talk about today is sciatica. Yes, sciatica. I know it's a boring, boring topic unless you have sciatica. And let's go over the different types of sciatica. A grade one sciatica is pretty much localized. Where you feel it, it uh, really doesn't go too far. It can be just maybe in the butt cheek. A grade two will go down to most of the back of your knee. And a grade three, it can go all the way down to your foot. So we've got grades one, two, and three. Very easy grading system. The uh, butt cheek is one. Back almost to the back of the knee, the back of the leg. Two and three. So what really happens here is you have the L5 nerve root, which pretty much goes down back your leg. Sciatic is not really a side of the leg thing. It's pretty much a back of the leg thing. That's the L5 S1 nerve root. And what happens is the nerve root can be impinged. Uh, some people call it a pinched nerve. Um, could be from a bulging disc, which is just a less than a herniated disc in most cases. And what happens in that case is the disc is compressed either from a bone being out of place, which the chiropractor we call a subluxation. Subluxation puts pressure on the disc itself and it starts to lose its cushiony properties because the gel-like material in the center of the disc gets pushed into the opening. It's kind of like... Um, if you're squeezing a marshmallow and a little bit comes out through you, between your hands, whatever pops out, that, like that marshmallow that pops out, and you can think of it, the disc as a marshmallow. It's a little more complicated than that, but you get the idea, hopefully. What will happen is you'll have that marshmallow, the fluffy part, block the opening. It's the only escape that there is there. And that hole with, with, between the bone above and the bone below, we call that the intervertebral foramen, IVF. A lot easier to remember. And what happens then is it, it makes the hole look, appear to be smaller. And if the uh, bone above it, the bone below it, starts to wear away, it is actually smaller. And that creates uh, like a, a lateral stenotic event. Stenosis is narrowing. Um, I'm sure you've heard some people talk about a stenosis, that spinal stenosis. A lot of times that's that's the upward, down, or north to south, or headward to footward. Um, widening uh or, or narrowing of the canal i'm sorry widening due to do could be due to infection uh it could be a tumor really bad cases but stenosis is basically narrowing of an opening so you could have a stenotic ivf when that happens you could have pain along the l5 nerve root depending how much pressure there is it'll go down the leg and that's you know into the butt back of the leg into the foot and it can be a lot of pain. The only thing is, it's, it's a lot of times it's fixable. And that's the thing is, people, you know, reach for Advil. And, you know, we're trained by the television. You know, just, you know, whatever Advil, you know, whatever TV or Tylenol or, you know, Icy Hot, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, all this stuff out there. And, and, and listen, it, it, a lot of times it's going to mitigate some of the pain, but 
really important to understand. Before you have pain, something's going wrong. Pain is the last thing that's going to show up and the first thing to go away. Fixing is a whole other story. Um, that's where sometimes advanced diagnostic imaging, such as x-rays, which are really not that advanced, MRIs, which are nerve studies to determine what's going on with the nerve itself. So pinched nerves can cause sciatica. Stenosis can cause sciatica. Um, muscle pain usually does not cause sciatica. Trauma can cause sciatica. You know, you fall down a set of stairs or you slide. You know, you slip on the ice in the winter, the, which we all know is fast approaching unless you're reading this or listening to this podcast in a warm climate. Good for you. So it can happen also through lifestyle. If you don't exercise enough, if you don't, um, if you if you sit too much, you know, we sit down a lot too much, for, so you drive for long periods, you're a truck driver. Well, you, you, you're going to be more likely to have a back issue. Well, first of all, four or five people have a back issue at some point in their life. So be glad if you're in that 20% or never gets one. It can be quite painful an episode. But the thing is, it can be fixed. And so what we do is um, we've been using some new modalities, some really, really great ones lately. One's called spinal decompression. Spinal decompression has been around. Well, I personally been doing it for 22, 23 years. Maybe even longer. Um, but the decompression is, I want you to think about this. That opening has disc material in it because it's pressure from the bones that are twisted or subluxated out of place. And it, it forces the, the disc itself to go into the opening. It's a pressure relief valve almost. Disc can no longer do its job. You have too much pressure. Squeeze that a little bit to the side. Take some of the pressure off the inside of the center part of the disc. So what a good way to treat is, first of all, is a chiropractic adjustment. It takes the pressure off the nerve. Also, but then also off the disc. But when you take just just, just take the pressure off, now what do you do? Because you got a, a faulty disc. I'm going to tell you what you do. You use spinal decompression. Spinal decompression, and it's a very simple concept once I explain it. And here's what happens. You brush your teeth. Hopefully you do this a couple times a day. You get your toothbrush. You wet it. You got your hand ready. You squeeze some toothpaste out of the tube. There's little, your hands around the tube still. There's a little bit of toothpaste stuck outside the, the, the tube opening. You would take the pressure off the tube as you go to put the cap back on, as you should. I hope, hopefully I have to tell you to put the cap back on. Anyhow, and you'll see that the, the little dab of toothpaste get reabsorbed into the tube. A negative pressure is, is is what occurs. And the same thing happens with spinal decompression. Negative pressure within the disc space helps to reabsorb that disc material to its normal confines that now will have less pressure because you remove the pressure using the chiropractic manipulation or adjustment. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Now, what are you going to do if you have sciatica? If you have muscle spasm? And a lot of times you're going to have muscle spasm because... Muscles, and most people think that their back problem is a muscle problem, and they are right, but only partially right, because a back problem can be many things. You can have a nerve. If you have sciatica and you feel shooting pain, there's a nerve involved. Uh, you have the bone, invo bone involved. That's kind of what the chiropractor has to figure out, either taking x-rays, MRIs, or examination. 
Uh, you can have the disc. You can have the disc involvement. Not always going to have the disc involvement. You can have the disc involvement. Usually with sciatica, there's disc involvement. Yep, usually. Uh, but now let's 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 focus our attention on muscle pain, muscle muscle spasm. When you have an unstable joint, and, and it's unstable enough that there's pressure from the misaligned bone or the subluxated bone onto on right 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 onto the disc, which then gets the juices squeezed out of it, that it forces pressure into the interpretable foramen, the opening. The only opening that really is right there, or if it's a really bad stenotic event, it goes into the spinal canal. And but typically, typically you have a, a ligament at the back of the spinal column that will kind of prevent that. So you have to have a more serious condition to have a, a stenosis, a, a central canal stenosis, for uh, causing sciatica. And in that case, you might even have a presentation down both legs. But sciatica is typically a one-legged event. Again, a one-legged event. I'm sure you can handle that concept. But now the muscles that attach to these bones are under siege. What are we going to do about that? How, how are we going to help these, these poor muscles? Well, I'm going to tell you. Those muscles, and you have a lot of tiny muscles. You have a lot of big muscles. The glutes big. Traps are big. In some cases, biceps are big. You know, the hamstrings are pretty big. But you have a lot, Let's just pick out one particular muscle. It's called the multifidus. Multifidus is a muscle that goes from the side of the bone below to the center of the bone above. So it's like a stitching pattern on a diagonal. And these help move the vertebra. Very small movements, rotary movements typically. And what I want you to think about here is we all know what a grape looks like, I hope. And we all know what a raisin looks like, I hope. And we all know that a dried out grape is a raisin. So what happens is the muscle is supposed to be like a raisin. When it is not like a raisin, when, when it's not like a grape, it's like a raisin. What we have to do is we have to bring that back to life. Now, the only way to do that is, is to, I guess, rehydrate the muscle. But you almost got to get that peel away, that layer, that, that layer looks like you know, if you spend too much time in the water and your fingers get all like a, uh, those watermarks, like waterlogged, looks like a raisin. Well, there's a technique called, got a bunch of different names, EPAT, uh, extracorporeal shockwave therapy, radial pulse shockwave therapy, shockwave therapy, um, EWST. Yeah, there's, a, there's a whole slew of names for it, but it's basically the same thing. What happens is you got this pneumatic device that really pounds the muscle. So inside the chain, inside is like a bullet that you can't shoot. But if it, there's a pneumatic device, kind of like a jackhammer, but it's not the point. It, it just sends a, a signal to this sound head. And the sound head then bounces back and it keeps bouncing back at a fast rate. So basically what this thing does is the sound waves produced by the pneumatic device break up the covering on the muscle, which causes it to look like a raisin and not a grape. Okay. Now, what happens is you, you lose efficiency in the muscle cells when, this ha when, when the cell is acting like a raisin and not like a grape. What you need to do is kind of that, that covering is kind of opened up and destroyed, and a new one's going to come in and grow back naturally, so it will uh, more likely come out as a grape and not as a raisin. So that makes the muscle more efficient. Because now you have this like shriveled up muscle, you got a healthy muscle. And that's what we want. A healthy muscle 
connected to a bone that's where it needs to be, uh, making it easier for the disc to stay where it needs to be and for keeping you out of back pain. So sciatica is quite painful. Pills aren't going to do just about anything for you. I mean, if you got to get through the day of work, yes, but it's no way to really deal with it. And, you know, physical therapists do a good job with, uh, with, this, with sciatica. I think chiropractors do a better job. It's just, but then again, it's me because I'm a chiropractor. But I also employ a lot of therapies. Like I just mentioned, we use shockwave. Uh, we use spinal decompression. We use chiropractic adjustment. We use heat. We stretch. So a lot of ways, there's a lot of similarities between chiropractic and PT. It's just that when we move the bone, that's the main impetus of what a chiropractor does is identify which bones are out of place and puts them back in an optimal location so you can function better without pain. And you probably will sleep better. So listen, I hope you know a little bit more about sciatica. I'm Dr. Brian McKay, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darianne, Norwalk, and Canaan. Got any questions, give us a call, 203-656-3636. 203-656-3636. And if you are one of our Jewish listeners, I hope you have a nice Rosh Hashanah. All right. Thanks very much for listening. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye.